hours. It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Bowen's Body Shop, and Sir Pizza. Welcome back into the Prentice Offset Band Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Chick fil A and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Mike Woodward, the head football coach at Laverne High School, joining us this morning. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for joining us today. Um, played a rival game last night uh, at Stewart's Creek, and uh, uh, the final may have been 35 13, but this was a pretty High-spirited, uh, tightly contested uh, ball game. Yeah, this, I mean, I don't feel like the score really indicates how, how it went for us last night. Uh, you know, it was tight right up there until about the last three minutes. I think I think they got two scores in the last three, maybe four minutes of the game to kind of open it up. But you know, we had a lead there for a short time in the first half and uh, go in down eight at half, getting the opening kickoff and. You know, feeling really good about where we were, really proud of uh, our guys and how they played. Uh, you know, we were really shorthanded last night, too, and had some young guys really step up and, and couldn't be prouder of the effort that we got last night. Well, I know uh, Javon Drake had a big game, um, um, particularly rushing, and did some, some, some solid things in the passing game for you. And I saw a quote, you've kind of been waiting on this kind of breakout type game from him. Yeah, well, we, we, we could see it coming. I mean, he's just – he's progressed each week. And, I mean, this is a kid who didn't even play football last year. And now he's, you know, playing the quarterback position, which, of course, has a lot of it, you know, in and of itself. And he's also been playing two different spots on defense. I and mean, the kid hardly ever comes off the field. But, you know, we could just see him each week in practice. And then on Fridays, just becoming more and more comfortable offensively. And he's such a good athlete. It was just, you know, we just all had a feeling that he, he was getting close. And – you know, last night, you know, we finally created some seams for him. You know, his athleticism took over, and, you know, he put up some great numbers. He also had probably, I would say, easily another 60 yards rushing, you know, on plays that were called back because of penalties. You know, so, I mean, he he played really well. He got uh, he got banged up at the end and wasn't able to finish, but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get him back soon because, you know, he's, he's really done a great job of just building as the year's going on. Mentioned a little shorthanded. Uh, any other young guys kind of turn your head at any uh, last night? Oh, definitely. We had a you know we found out on Monday we were losing our our starting right guard, our starting defensive tackle, and then also you know the, the next the next the next man up at guard. So we were we were kind of scrambling up front, and, and we we had a young kid Eric Pitts who's been playing a lot at, at tied in and H back for us and. Asked him to change jersey numbers, put put a lineman number on him, uh, put him in there for us last night. And, you know, he's a sophomore, his first game on the O-line, and I don't think he, he came off the field. I mean, did a did a really good job for us last night stepping in when we needed him to. Well, um, you're going against the Stewart's Creek team. Of course, they've lost a couple games. It looks like they're kind of getting, you know, their edge back a little bit. And, uh, you know, somebody's – you know, I'm sure your opponents uh, were like this last year because you had that kind of difference maker guy and um, uh, 
uh, Ray Banner, and um, whereas uh, Stewart's Creeks has uh, Gabe Walker, and you, you can scheme and plan and scheme and plan, but uh, you, when you got a special one like that, uh, they just seem to make plays when they got to make plays. Well, you know, you're exactly right. And I, again, defensively, I thought we re- we did a really good job on him for most of the night. But you know, all it takes is one or two plays. I mean, he had one one rush that you know went for 60 plus yards, I believe, on a touchdown. Had a had another rush that went for probably about 25 or 30. So you look at his final stats, and it's 20 carries for 180 something yards and four touchdowns. And you know, during the game, you know, you you feel like you're containing the guy, but you know he, he's just so good, and they, and they do a really good job of of being patient, and you know maybe even like we were with Ray being stubborn, and that we're going to keep giving this guy the football, and they you know they keep giving it to him, just knowing at some point he's he's that talented, and he's going to be able to pop one. Yeah, that's I imagine that it can be very frustrating. Again, your opponents saw it last year. You think you're doing a decent guy, a decent or solid job. On a guy, then, like you said, next thing he rips a long one off. But you know, at any given moment, he's capable of doing that. No, that's, you're, you're exactly right, and that's that's the scary thing about playing a you know running back of that caliber. But you know, hey, that's part of the game. And like I said, I feel like we had you know a good scheme in place, and our guys were playing really hard, and you know, keeping him keeping him bottled up probably about as well as anybody else has for the first you know for the first half, maybe even the first two and a half quarters, and then. You know, whether it was fatigue wearing us down or them just doing a little better job up front, I don't know. But, you know, he started popping some larger runs um, there at the end to kind of seal the game for him. Back on um, Drake a minute, uh, I'm sure as a coach, you're, he's kind of tasted some of that success. And, you know, particularly young quarterbacks and skilled players, um, you learn a lot when you don't have success. And, and coaches like to see how they respond to it. Now that he has had that respect going into this week's game over it, and Dixon, I'm sure you're anxious to see how he handles that success and maybe takes a step even more further. Yeah, well, one thing about Javon is he, he's very even-keeled. So, you know, I, I have full confidence that, you know, experiencing this little bit of success, I mean, it, it's not going to phase him at all. He's going to come in the same and, and keep working. He's probably already watched the film and the notes that I sent out this morning, uh, just trying to see areas that he can improve at and get better. And, and uh, you know, like I said, he's a little dinged up, so we'll, you know, we'll see how, how he is on Monday. But, you know, if he's able to go, he'll be out there going and working to get better. And I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm sure he enjoyed, you know, having that success also because he's been, he's been working real hard, you know, for the last six weeks. And, you know, I'm happy for him, and he'll just keep getting better. I would imagine as we hit week seven, um, there's a lot of players across the state are dinged up. You, uh, very few just stay 100% healthy, but uh, uh, how are you from a number standpoint in that regard? <laughs> you, I mean, you're right. I mean, no, nobody's, I guess, really healthy this time of year. But, uh, you know, we're, we're banged up. And, I mean, I know a lot of people deal with it, but, you know, we've had uh, – we have not had the same starting offensive line for any of our games this year. I mean, every single game we've had a different guy somewhere up front. You know, we've had three different centers that have started. I mean, like I said, we had a kid last night we had to throw in who had been hadn't even been working on O line um, up until this last week. So, 
you know, our, our guys are working. We're dinged up. We don't use it as an excuse, though. We just, you know, go with the old cliche, next man up, and, and we throw guys in there who we know are going to give us everything they got, who care about the program. And, and again, we feel like we're going in the right direction, and, and maybe we were shorthanded, but you, uh, you couldn't tell by our guys' effort last night. I know that. So, you know, I'm excited about getting those guys back on Monday. I know they're going to get better, and we'll work on getting a region win against Dixon County. And, you know, I, I know you're going to use that next man up policy, but, you know, admittedly you don't have the numbers that a lot of other teams you play against have. So that makes it a little tougher. It does. You know, it does. And that's why we got to value our conditioning. And, you know, try to keep what we're doing on both sides of the ball simple enough to where we can, you know, plug in multiple guys. And, if, you know, when a guy needs a blow, go ahead and, and, and plug the next guy in so that uh, – you know, we can avoid the cramping situations or, or avoid the situations where we just run out of gas at the end. Um, you know, but again, our guys are going to work, and, and I'm, I'm proud to go to work with them every day, and we're, we're going to get better. And like I said, we're not going to make excuses. We're going to go out and play hard and give everything we got. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited because I know they do that, and we'll just keep getting them better. And I, I feel like we're getting so close, you know, so close. And, and these guys deserve to feel that success on a Friday night, and I think we're getting there. Well, um, you take the show on the road, as they say, to Dixon County, a team that has not won a game, but a team that has played a couple really close games, including one in your region. I think that was uh, McGavick. But uh, for you guys, the the, the playoff goal is still there. I mean, you've got a region – uh, win and um, you know you, you kind of it's all kind of out there in front of you still. Uh, and that's what we told them last night, and and you're right. We've got three region games left, and they're actually coming to us. So it'll, it'll be it'll be nice for us because we haven't been home for four weeks now. You know, so it'll be nice for us to be back at home again and not have to worry about hopping on a bus. Um, they'll have to take the trip, you know, make the long trip from from Dixon out to our place and. Uh, you know, we told our guys last night, hey, we, we got three region games left. We want to get in the playoffs. It's all up to us. We don't need help from anybody. So let's just go out and get better, find a way to go get this win and, and start rolling here at the end of the year. And, you know, you're playing a, a, a pretty storied team in uh, the realm of Tennessee football. Now, they've had some, some problems of late, but uh, – that's a that's a prideful community and a prideful team. So I'm sure you'll get everything they can throw at you. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, I mean, like you said, they do have a rich history and they they love their football in Dixon County. And um, you know, I'm sure he feels the same way about his guys. I do about mine. But you know, they love that program. They're going to come in and work. And you can't get, you can't go by the record at all. They got some good players over there, and and they have been close on a couple. So. They're going to come in just as hungry as we are, and, and really they're in the same boat we are. And that, you know, even though maybe later in the year it's still early in terms of region, and if they get their ship right, they got a chance to go to the playoffs. So we're all fighting for the same thing right now. It's just going to come down to you know who makes fewer mistakes and is just cleaning on both sides of the ball. Sounds like the way you talk about your team, though, um, they're 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 here for the long haul. They they're they're not. Um, I mean, I know they're disappointed on on some nights, but at the same time, uh, they're still fully engaged into this season. It seems like. No, they are. There's no doubt about it. You know, we're very fortunate because I mean that that's not easy. You know, it, it's not easy. 
we knew we had a gauntlet coming with with Smyrna, Cane Ridge, and Stewart's Creek. All three games on the road, all back to back to back. I mean, we knew going into this season that was going to be a hard stretch. But you know, the guys believe in what we're doing. Uh, like I said, we continue to grow. We're very young, but we continue to grow as players. We're growing closer together as a team. Um, I think they see that. You know, just listening to the things that they were saying after the game, whether it was on the bus or or in the locker room. I think they see and feel that, that we're getting close and we've got things going in the right direction. And, you know, it's exciting for the future, uh, but it's also exciting for, you know, right now. So we just want to go each week and, and like I said, you know, control our destiny and find a way to end the year strong and get into the playoffs. And then, you know, everybody will forget about the struggles early on because we will finish strong. All righty, Coach, great to catch up with you as always. Appreciate you joining us, and good luck to the Wolverines uh, next week. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. It's Mike Woodward joining us today. Uh, we'll take a break and be right back. <laughs> 